Well, let's do another one. You ready? Well, hang on. So, uh, uh, is there any sort of topic you want to nail? Mm. Well, let's think about it on the fly. Okay, sweet. I'm all about it on the fly, bro. Good. Let's do it. Otherwise, it's going to start taking preparation, and that's going to mean I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> um, all right. Here we go. Silence. Joining me on 2H Sojourner for another episode, and once again, I got Nick Cleveley with me today. Pastor Nick Cleveley, how's it going? Yeah, good. Now, just tell me, bro, is it Sojourner or Sojourner? Oh, well, are you being self deprecating or self defecating? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a theory. If you want to know how to speak English, ask an American. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe well, how, do Ameri- how do Americans say Sojourner? They say sojourner. I have no idea. They go sojourner. If they say sojourner, the whole world has to follow. Oh, boy. I'm pretty sure it's not sojourner. That sounds like a swear word. Yeah, it sounds like sojourner. Yeah, I read you. All right. So, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about something. What's on your brain? What's on your mind? Yeah, lots on the mind. Um, I've been having a lot of conversations with some young guys um, who are sort of coming into the Calvinistic world. And uh, one of the things, one of the conversations I always try and have with the guys is, you know, great, you're a soteriological Calvinist. You've got the five points down. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Let's move you to the next level. Let's talk about ecclesiology. Mm. And so, uh, you know, one of the conversations I usually have around the marks of, of the church. What are the marks of a church? When is a group of Christians, when they get together, when is that a church? Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Did you hear, did you hear the sound of me swallowing my uh, whiskey there? Or was, was that too, um, too full on? I just, want to, I just want to try and get a gauge of whether um, I can actually swallow the whiskey right next to the microphone or I have to take a, take a step back. I, I did hear it. I did hear it. <laughs> well, I want you to know that it was good. And just uh, I realized, well, you know, you know, Nick, you might actually make it onto a, a smoking Saturday after all because um, I can get to put these little sessions wherever I want to. And I am smoking right now. And I suppose maybe the ground rule needs to be that only one of us has to be smoking. But uh, I've got some good bourbon going. Yeah, my, on here. my body, my body is a, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So I'm not going to smoke. Uh, what do you What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, back, back to the marks of the church. <laughs> uh, Nick. Okay, things, so my, things are difficult down question. in Timur. Yeah, go. Uh, yeah, okay, so when when is a group of Christians a church? What makes a group of Christians? A church. You can have two guys sitting at a coffee shop having a conversation about God. Is that church? You've got three Christians at a Christian bookshop having a little devotional before they open the shop. Is that church? You've got uh, five elders on an elders retreat um, and they take the Lord's Supper together. Should they be doing that? Is that church? Yeah. Um, what yeah. are the marks of a church? Great question. Okay, well, let's start with the historic, <clears throat> the historic marks, preaching the word, right administration of sacraments. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add to that? Well, uh, yeah, so the preaching of the gospel, because unless you're preaching the gospel, you don't, no one's getting saved, so a church is not coming into existence. Mm-hmm. The proper administration of the sacraments, which is baptism and the Lord's Supper, of course. Okay, so and then the, the two classic, and then the church discipline, right? And then church discipline would be the one that Calvin sort of uh, added on the end there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. It's almost like, actually, what you need is church offices, Um 
you know, you need ordained offices because you're not going to be able to discipline anyone. You're not going to be able to preach anything correctly. You know what I mean? It's almost like you need the uh, the gospel yeah. ministry yeah. to have a congregation and ordained offices. So we need to sort of redefine from the three marks of the church to the five marks of the church. Those, those three marks imply, firstly, elders, so certified godly elders who are preaching the gospel faithfully, mm-hmm. who are overseeing the whole process of defining the visible church through the process of baptism, mm-hmm. who are overseeing the table and ensuring that people are in good standing with the local church uh-huh. um, and serving the Lord's Supper to them. And then, of course, leading the church through the church discipline process. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that leads us to the, f- the fifth uh, mark of the church, which, of course, all of that implies membership. Right. So, yeah. you know, membership and eldership would be the two necessarily implied uh, distinctives of a church. Yeah, that's huge. Just uh, quickly, a little note there. Your your voice is going all weird. We're trying this on FaceTime, and I've uh, been very proud of myself for being able to record this via FaceTime through GarageBand. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. But uh, Nick is starting to sound like a robot every now and again. I don't think he knows that. But, but <laughs> one, two, three, it's one, not, two, three. Yeah, it's not because uh, there is this bionic implant. It's just simply FaceTime and poor internet as is our lot at Wainui. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's a great point. And so in terms of determining whether there is a true church or a false church, would you actually use those five marks? Um, <clears throat> yes, I think I would um, with a proviso. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's take a, an example, the Salvation Army. So here is a church that doesn't believe in water baptism, as we understand it, being good Baptists. They view salvation and the receiving of the Spirit as the baptism. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they don't practice water baptism. Um, they also uh, don't necessarily regularly uh, observe the Lord's Supper. Um, church discipline is not a thing. Um, they swear allegiance to the flag where I've experienced the Salvation Army on the island of St. Helena as their mm-hmm. form of membership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because they don't have the things that I see as the marks of the church, they do preach the gospel. At least they, they, did, they have historically. So let's, let's take an idealistic picture of the Salvation Army. Let's say they're still evangelical. Mm. Um, if they preach the gospel and they don't have baptism in the Lord's Supper, am I willing to say they're not a church? Um, I think what I would say is this. The word church is describing two realities. You've got the invisible church and you've got the visible church. Mm-hmm. Um, they're obviously part of the invisible church by the Holy Spirit because they believe the gospel. But um, we w- I would, instead of saying they're not a true church, I would want to say they are sub-biblical mm-hmm. and try and be charitable. Right. Just recognizing that <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is the one who ultimately builds the church. It's, it's not me. So I would want to place before them what the Bible says, be charitable in my uh, criticism, mm-hmm. and instead of accusing them of being a false church, say that they are sub-biblical. Yeah, I like that. And I, I think it was Grudem, actually, that, that said we need to think about the whole thing less in terms of true church and false church and more like a continuum, as in truer church or a, a church that is more uh, faithful or, or a, mm, a yeah, that's more good. aligned. You know, use those those words rather than, you know, there is this hard and fast line and, and you know, if you're, you're past it, then you're in trouble. I think probably we would have that hard and fast line somewhere, though. Where would we put that? Well, I mean, I think uh, joining the Reformers, we'd want to describe the uh, the Roman Catholic Church as right. a church that has lost its lampstand. 
They are no longer preaching the true gospel. They have corrupted it. Yeah. Um, and so because they've lost the gospel, they have lost their uh, church identity, as it were. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, at the end of the day, they were down to, we're not down to church membership at that point. You know, it's not like the membership issue is the make or break. It's the gospel at the end of the day, the preaching. Definitely. And uh, the right administration of the sacraments in their context, certainly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we would say that there are individuals who the Lord does save by His sovereignty in the context of the Roman Catholic Church, because yeah. wherever the Bible is read or the truth about Christ is shared, the Spirit can use that to bring people to faith. Yeah. But that's despite the Roman Catholic Church, not because of it. Yeah, and that's that's the big point right there. Uh, yeah. 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 So, you can have individual Christians, and we're talking, it's, it's almost a necessary point of distinction. Uh, you have to, you know, when we're talking about the true church, we're talking about the organization, so to speak, and yeah. uh, and and not what the spirit does through the gospel to the individual believer. In you know, despite whatever circumstance, uh, the Lord saves in many different ways, and some of them being crazy. Uh, and yeah, and, and you know, we're not going to try and model that every single time. But you know, when we think about building the church up or uh, understanding ecclesiology from the from the ground up. Uh, yeah, we're going to see some real problems with Rome there. Mm, definitely. Totally. Well, that's good, man. Let's let's wrap that up on ecclesiology then. Uh, thanks for joining us at uh, Two Age Sojourner. Please keep uh, dialing in. We'll do some more. Uh, wait, don't dial in. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you don't have dial-up. Uh, get some broadband and download the next Two Age Sojourner. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Cheers.